0: Hey guys, I'm Nick. And I'm Eugene. Welcome to Papercut. This week, we're going to talk about A Man Called Uva. The name Uva is spelt O-V-E, and the reason I picked this book up is because of Reddit. There are a few pages on Reddit about book suggestions, and I decided one day, like, screw it, I might give one of these ones a shot. And the one that always gets popped up is this one, A Man Called Uva. And it's a really simple story. It's about a grouchy old man with a heart of gold. Sounds like Up. It kind of is. It feels like it in a way. The story, however, it's split into the past and the present. I'd say the split is more focused on the present. And the past is just to explain this character. Also sounds like Up. It sounds like Up, right? Hmm. It's a fairly new novel. It's like 2012. Anyway, in the present... It's about this old guy, Uva, basically thinking about killing himself. I know, it's great, isn't it? Great way to start. Lovely, lovely. And he thinks about killing himself after the death of his wife. So his wife, you know, was his everything, was his world. And he mm-hmm. decides that he wants to kill himself. And then all of a sudden, things happen in his neighborhood that require his attention. And so, for example, meets this family who lives... Right opposite him Very new And they keep going to him For help and everything And all sorts of misadventures Come up there He has a neighbour That he used to get along Really well with But not anymore And some stuff happens there And there are other things As well happening He realises he has things to do And he has tasks to get done And he's that kind of person Very straight Like I need to get XYZ done I need to get XYZ done Before I can rest Or anything like that Mm -hmm. So he's that kind of person and he decides, okay, I'm going to delay my death until after I do this. And he keeps delaying his suicide. And so that's the present. And in the past, it fleshes out like his upbringing, his marriage with his wife, things that happened in the neighborhood before everything else happened. So it's in that sense, it's that two-parter. It's a very simple story. Like, it's not meant to be uh, an intense read. It's not meant to shake the very foundations of society.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing kind of like a slice of life thing Only like, it's like him delaying, slicing his own life off Kind of book, right? Well,
0: that, that's basically one way to put it And it's really simple in that I read it over two weeks But mm. honestly, I could have read it in two days Like, the writing is simple and to the point There's no crazy world building Yeah, screw you, Tolkien Like, <laughs> it's just a town, okay? It's just, sorry, it's not even a town It's just a housing estate and you don't even know where this town is. Like, I didn't even know this was written by a Swedish author until very late in the book. Like, I was just like, I decided to look it up. Like, where on earth is this place? Where is this base? I thought it was based in England. And then there were parts of the story where I was like, this is not England. And, and I realized that it was definitely not based in France on the, or the US. Mm. Because there are parts in the books that kind of bitch about France and the US, which is quite funny. The entire story is ex- entirely, like, character-driven. But I found myself drawn to the relationship between him and his wife. Like, it's, imagine, really cheesy, very soppy at times. But it didn't feel like mozzarella cheese, if that makes sense. It didn't feel like buffalo mozzarella.
1: It was good cheese.
0: It was good cheese. And you can really get into it, and you get invested in it. The nice thing about this is that every chapter is very episodic. So I imagine this like as a long TV series as opposed to a movie. Like have you ever have you ever had those? You know how sometimes when you read a book sometimes yeah, it's like I know like what you mean movie. like the
1: chapters are very like they're very compartmentalized into their own story and it doesn't drag on to the next one. It doesn't like, drag the next, on, next yeah. the next chapter doesn't start in the one no the next chapter doesn't start at the ending of the last one. Not or, necessarily. Yeah. yeah.
0: Exactly. It's not like um Like, when I read Hunger Games, I was like, okay, I'm thinking of this as a movie. It was like one scene links to another, one chapter links to another. That's not to say in this book there is no linkage between chapters. Mm -hmm. There's definitely an overarching story. Like, for me, I was amazed because I could be reading a new chapter and I'd have to work out what's happening, even though I've been reading it for the past hour. And there'll be days where I just leave it, I come back to it. I start a new chapter and I know, okay, this is what's happened. I know where I am.
1: That's how books should be. But at least, like you know, when when a book ends at a conclusive chapter, then it's easier to follow the next time you pick it up. That's my experience anyway. Other than like you know, being in the middle of like uh, inconclusive event and then starting a new chapter, you know, you kind of like, oh, should I keep reading or should I just stop here? If right. you don't have much time to read, right? The
0: nice thing about this, and I think you really appreciate this, is. It kind of reminded me of BoJack Horseman and those sorts of stories in that each chapter, each episode as I like to see it it starts off really light-heartedly uh. It starts off really lighthearted and you're like, you, I, you actually laugh along and there are times when you decide that actually this is quite funny this is quite, you know, quite petty this is quite, this is an angry old man thing As you progress, there's a subtler turn and you realise, oh no, he's making a very profound point here. And then every chapter, or at least most chapters I've read, ends with a gut punch. Oh. Would that make sense?
1: It's like a bunch of episode 11s.
0: Yeah, exactly. Before you know it, it's like, pow! This, like, is, this is, it hit you with the feels, that sort of thing. And I really like that element of it. There are some really good quotes in this book as well. Like, some of them are really soppy. I've been thinking about when I was writing this up, like mm-hmm. you know there's a scene where her his father- in law dies or uh, passes away of natural causes, and his wife goes, hey my uh, my dad's dead now. you have to love me twice as much now." And the narrator goes on to say like, um, this was the this was the second time and the last time that he ever lied to her. Because he knew that it wasn't possible to love her any more than he already did. And I was like, ooh,
1: ooh, ooh, the feels. Sounds like a tearjerker.
0: I think that those are the best kinds of books. So, like, have you ever realised that the best stories, the ones that you get invested in and you tear up about, Mm -hmm. are the ones that make you laugh
1: in the first place? Gets you invested in the characters first and then kill them off.
0: Yeah, precisely. But not in a... Not in a... Not in a
1: cruel way. Not right?
0: in a cruel way, but there's some characters where they're just in the shit from the start, yeah. and you just you can never get into them or get invested in them.
1: You so, can't feel bad for them because you don't know what it's like for them to be good, right? You don't know what the happy times look yeah. like for them. Yeah, exactly.
0: So like a big example I always use is Attack on Titan. Ah. So in the very first opening scene, his mum gets eaten, and he's just dying and crying there's no like like, "Uh, happy family
1: scene for Aaron Jaeger it's just his mom's dead and the entire yeah the entire TV series is him being an edgy teen right
0: exactly and I I, and after like two episodes I decided no I cannot get invested in this character (laughs) I absolutely hate this character And this I think works in not just books But also in like TV as well, you know Mm -hmm. So you think about all the sitcoms and stuff The hardest hitting episodes Are the ones that have had a lot of laughs And build up beforehand And those are the ones that hit harder They hit harder to me than the drama ones Where all they do is talk about And bitch about their family lives For about an hour and a half And then someone dies And you're like, okay
1: I remember the how I met your mother episode that hit me a lot was when, you know, that episode where Ted was speaking to Barney for the entire night and it actually he was speaking to himself. That that one was one that hit me really hard, and that one was like it had all the elements you talked about. So, you know, they had all jokes and like stuff. They were they were deciding what to do, um, in the night out, and then mm-hmm. and suddenly they realize like suddenly Ted realizes that, you know, he was just contemplating what to do because you know everyone else was busy
0: oh well
1: so yeah i've kind of forgotten that episode um it's the one where he went to his like wife like he imagined going to his wife apartment and he was like in 37 days i'm going to meet you okay i remember which one that is now
0: i guess that sort of encompasses the point i'm trying to
1: make like you feel
0: something because there was so much build up, not just shit from the start. Okay. And I and I think that sort of drives the point I'm trying to make with
1: a book like this. Because it's a simple story, but it's very well told. And this was the main the main part of the book that you liked was the way they presented the points they wanted to make, instead of even just the plot itself. It's just how they, you know, conveyed the gut punching moment of each chapter was that what made you want to talk about this book
0: the main thing about this one was i just wanted to talk about this because a shows that the internet sometimes knows what it's talking about (laughs) i think the big point i'm trying to make is you don't your story doesn't have to be complex Mm. and you don't even need fanciful writing the language was straight to the point as i mentioned earlier and you're right i think you i think you mentioned that as well there wasn't any coating or any vivid descriptions of the place and location because you can just work it that out yourself
1: there's no flexing from the author
0: like he, he doesn't need to tell me how many trees there are there or how many like sort of statues there are built for aragon or something i don't i don't care about those I'm, just, I, I'm sorry i really don't like Lord of the rings Tolkien's getting a lot of hate today oh god i have been playing too much dark anyway, I, i really don't like that stuff and i think a book like this is very good for people who just want a simple read, turn off your brain and just enjoy. It's a slice of life thing. It's not going to be anyone's like world-changing sort of story, but it could be someone's favorite book. It could be one that people go back to because it's comfort food. Mm. You go back to that because it's easy. So I can easily see this being someone's favorite book. I wouldn't say this is a necessary read for everyone though. Okay. You know, as much as i as much as i go on about how i liked it like i wouldn't say you must read this this will change your world because it won't i don't think it necessarily will but if It'll, you just want but to read, it
1: will make you appreciate yours more yeah okay like,
0: it's one of those it's a simple read and you get the time you just want something pleasant i'd say this is quite good and if you like sort of the elements i've described like simple storytelling gut punching episodic sort of slice of life sort of scenes that link to an overarching story like this is for you but if you're here for like something serious something grounded something gritty find another book
1: i think like the way you described it you know how he keeps postponing his suicide Mm -hmm. to like do this stuff and do that stuff it kind of resonates with a lot of people i feel (laughs) i feel like there are people who think like this you know like oh man i can't die yet i need to do this and this first you know
0: i promise you it's a lot light, a lot more light-hearted than it sounds okay. like the suicide part is somewhat funny at times but it, it's it's a lot like okay up, more okay lighthearted than it sounds all right guys that's all we have for today thank you for listening in if you like what we do follow us on spotify just type in paper cut podcast in your search bar or in any of your other preferred streaming sites if you want to leave us a comment or let us know what you think, you can email us at
1: papercut.cast at gmail.com
0: or Instagram
1: at papercut.cast no caps
0: or Twitter
1: at papercut one word no caps.
0: Look forward to seeing you guys next week for another episode. Until then, I'm Nick and I'm Eugene. Peace out.